Welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on uh, Double K Country. Mike Harbin with you. Our final Tiger Talk program of this uh, athletic calendar year for the Nevada Tigers and Lady Tigers. Again, we do not do the spring program. So after today, it'll be back towards the end of August when we get things back underway, headed towards the uh, fall sports season. But right now, we're going to get set to wrap up Nevada Lady Tiger basketball with uh, Lady Tiger head coach Lady, uh, Blake Howarth. Uh, they happen to wrap up their season last night in the semifinals of the Class 4 District 13 tournament with the Long to Notre Dame Day Sion, uh, 34-20, sorry, 44-34, the final score in that ball game. We're starting to break down each one of those games uh, in the district play earlier this week, uh, and uh, we got to go back, take a look at the season uh, in general terms, and then look to the future for Nevada basketball, but uh, we're recording this uh, uh, about midday today on this Wednesday, so uh, I'm sure it was a long bus drive home, and uh, woke up this morning trying to figure out what you're going to do with your afternoon, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> very much so. Uh, spot on there with the uh, long drive home. Um, and then it, it took me a little bit to uh, decompress once I got home. Uh, I think the last time I looked at the clock, it was 1230. Um, and so with uh, everything that was just in your head, uh, you know, try to go back and think of what else – what else could we have done? What else could I have, I had, you know, have done to try to put our girls, you know, into that championship game? But um, the more, the more I think about it, uh, you know, I, when they went on their run there in the fourth quarter, we didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but I felt like defensively, we we still played hard. Mm-hmm. We just weren't able to get anything to fall. Um, and then we kind of got frustrated and started forcing a couple things here and there through in, uh, throughout the fourth quarter, but. Uh, I mean, this this is not going to get any easier. Uh, the the longer uh, you're in a program, and those seniors uh, to have them since they were freshmen. I you know they were on as I was a JV uh, coach when they were freshmen. Had them, uh, and then for them to be a part of the varsity group whenever I stepped into the head coaching role, um, it wasn't easy to watch that happened and uh, come to an end last night. And so super proud of them, but definitely a tough one to swallow, Mike. Yep, and it's never easy to come to an end. So we've always said only two teams get to play the last day of the season. That's who was playing the championship game in each class. So everybody else has their, well, I guess, a third-place game. Uh, they do have a third-place yeah. game now, too. So four teams get to play the last day of the season. But everybody else has to end it uh, earlier than what they would hope. But uh, that ended last night for Nevada. And uh, let's go back. We'll take it in chronological order because that's the easiest way to do this. Let's go back to your first game on Monday and the opening round of the Class 4 District 13 tournament. Again, played at Harrisonville. Nevada went in as the number three seed. Uh, took on six seed Adab Noster on Monday. 57-26 victory. Jumped out to the 18-2 lead out of the first quarter of play. A game never in doubt at all. Uh, but what was what was the what really struck me in that ball game was Sometimes it's easy to play down to your competition. Didn't do that at all. Uh, just went after them, and uh, you decided right from the opening tip, let's jump into pressure defense, let's make it happen, and that's exactly what, what's what occurred. Yeah, and, and that's what our girls did. Whenever we stepped onto the floor, uh, just by the seating-wise, we were the better team. Uh, it was our job to act and play like it, and they did that from the get-go. Uh, you know, like we talked about, towards the end of our conference play, uh, we have uh, the ability to press people, and we started doing it. And then um, later on in our season, there was a couple of things that I felt like we were just a little out of sync. 
uh, adjusted that. And even last night uh, against Desion, I felt like when we jumped in our 10 press, good things continue to happen. And so that's something that we're going to uh, continue to look at and, and take care of, hopefully. But, um, you know, just to start a game like that on the right foot, it, it's hard. Because it, whenever you're the better team and you come out and do that, Nob, uh, they realized real early that they didn't have a chance. And so even after that, our girls could have easily took their foot off the gas. But, you know, we came out in the third quarter and continued to play the way we needed to. But uh, to see our girls get the 18-2 to two at the end of the first quarter, um, very high hopes. We got <laughs> – we got very high hopes for, Sorry. for us. Cold. It's all right. It's very high hopes for us. So, uh, you know, that's just hats off to our girls mm-hmm. to, to show up and, and to start the game uh, off on the right foot. Yeah, you weren't choking me up. Just, <laughs> just been ba- I've been battling this bug for a while now. But uh, at any rate, so bear with me, folks, as we go through it. Uh, but uh, at any rate, uh, 18-2 lead. You jump out. Grace Barnes were on fire. Uh, five threes in the ball game. Uh, ended up as your leading scorer at 19 points in the contest. And uh, she really came on in the last two to three weeks of the season. Yeah, I mean, but that's about the time, I guess maybe just a little bit before that, Mike, that we started talking about looking for those third and fourth scores. Um, and Grace was one that we knew she had the ability to do that. And it, it just took a little time, but uh, she did. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I don't know how many she had last night, but to get hot like that, I, I thought for sure she catches fire. Um, you know, Maddie and Clara didn't have a great shooting night, uh, but still Maddie and Clara both finished in double figures. Uh, and so I figured hopefully by the end of it, that we would we would able to step back onto the floor Tuesday night and definitely get into a rhythm. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't seem to be the case. Uh, but uh, you know that doesn't take away from what our girls accomplished in that first round. I mean, that was a big first round. Uh, talking to my wife about it, Mike actually as a head coach, that's my that's my first district mm-hmm. win as a yeah. head coach. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. uh, I told the girls that, and and I thank them for making another memory that that's going to last a lifetime with me. 57-26 was the final move to into the Class 4 District 13 semifinals last night back in uh, Harrisonville to take on the number two seeded team, that being the storm of Notre Dame Dacian, certainly a worthy opponent. We're going into the matchup. They were 18-7 and seven on the year. Nevada 17-8, so the two teams that combined for 35 uh, wins going into that meeting last night. 44-34, Notre Dame Dacian gets the victory, but again, that you led 27-25 after the third quarter. Low-scoring affair, certainly, uh, at that stretch. And then they go on a 14-0 run to begin the fourth quarter, and uh, that made it tough to recover from. Yeah, I mean, the first half, we talked about it, uh, how it was going to be a game of defense. And, you know, I think it was 10-7 to at the end of the first uh, first quarter in favor of us. And then at halftime, it was 14-14. Uh, and so for us to score four four points in the second quarter again, that's usually after maybe a little slower start. That's where uh, Clara and Maddie and Abby really get it going for us. You know, Grace kind of stays uh, that consistent uh, player for us in in those two quarters. But Clara and Maddie are usually the ones that catch fire in the second quarter. Uh, and, and I felt like that might have hurt us a little bit down the stretch. Um, but then in the third quarter, we came out. I think we, at one point, I don't know if we extended the lead to 8 to 10 points or something like that. 
and and this I'm, always I happens. Eight. I do remember eight. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I think it was eight, maybe even ten. In the back of my mind, I, I let that I let that moment slipped up, and I probably jinxed us. I said, "We're going to do this. <laughs> we are going to do this." And then we went ice cold. <laughs> and uh, I mean, but our, our girls continue to play. Uh, you know, when they bank in two back to back threes, not much you can do with that. Uh, you know, I, I don't feel like. I don't feel like it was anybody's fault. Uh, the way that that girl caught and shot, she wasn't even aiming for the the to swish it, Mike. You remember the movie? Did you ever see the movie Grown Ups? Uh, when uh, Adam Sandler is making yes. an off the corner of the backboard, that looked like that looked like her, that shooting school. Yeah, it, it, and she was aiming for it. <laughs> she was aiming for. It. I could not believe it. And I mean, she she let him fly with confidence. And so I guess whenever that's the way you practice your shot, you got to shoot it. So uh, you know, she knocked those two down, and and that just sparked them. And whenever she. She did that. Um, unfortunately, they got momentum, and it seemed like we couldn't get it back. Uh, we jumped back into our press. Um, we struggled for about seven minutes and 20 seconds. In the last 40 seconds of the game, Mike, uh, we get a couple steals, a layup. Claire hits a three. I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to make a run at this too. And once again, and once that thought came up, it slipped too soon. And, and uh, you know, hopefully that didn't jinx us. But, uh, you know, we just we, we couldn't get it done on the uh, offensive end. But defensively, I felt like everything that we accomplished um, over our season, it, it's hats off to our girls and how they played defense. And that was the correct way. Well, defensively, sort of got it done. Uh, held them to, you know, 44 points on Long is going to win you a ball game. It was only 25 after the third quarter. But had trouble scoring yourself. Mm-hmm. They started four six-footers in the game last night and saw a couple of block shots early, a couple of dribble drives that uh, got rejected. Uh, did uh, did that have any effect or on, factor on your offense? You know, I, I think so. I think a couple of those block shots, I, I mean, not necessarily Grace, because Grace got that one blocked and then she <laughs> fell down. And But, uh, you know, coming back out in the, the second half, I, I told them, I said, listen, you know, they're big, but they don't move their feet real well. If you will take one more dribble and get one more step, you're going to go right around them and get a good layup. And I think it was halfway through the third quarter, uh, Grace did it and got a mm-hmm. great layup for us. And so, um, you know, I, I think it altered a couple people. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, you can't you can't allow that. You, you either got to keep your dribble alive or at least try to jump into the body and arms and get the foul because they will come down. I mean, they were swinging at times. Um, but the thing that, that also stands out is, Mike, we missed several layups in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, can, I can think of four, if not five, layups in the first half. It hasn't been just a bit. I've, I've watched that entire tournament up until tomorrow, and uh, there have been a lot of missed layups by everybody. Every, well, I don't, <laughs> those rims, I, I'm not trying to blame on anything, but if I'm going to, it's going to be those rims. Those rims are stiff. There's no play in it. And so, uh, you know, even watching the boys' game last night, um, it seemed like the same thing. You know, uh, our guy our guys but then the barstool uh their best player he missed a couple layups and you know when you start seeing stuff like that you start wondering well maybe it is the rims Mm -hmm. but uh that changes the the swing of the game in the first half at least and then we have more momentum instead of being tied at halftime if we were able to knock down those uh those layups but coulda woulda shoulda uh you can't live in that moment but uh you know they had size and we played great to it. I was super proud of our girls uh, to list those two girls at six two and, and their best player at six foot. 
uh, we stepped up to the challenge. Uh, and I, I mean, Clara, she played with four fouls most of the fourth quarter. And I, and I see, I, I looking back, I wonder if maybe that was a little bit of the, the uh, factor too. Is um, they face guarded her. She probably was a little worn out from that. But then too, uh, you know, she had to play with four. And there was a couple of times where she reached in late that I, I thought she was going to be gone. And when yeah. she did that, that was at the four and five minute mark of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I was holding my breath on a whistle there because I, I thought they were coming. And then you had a situation where you had to foul, and it's almost like some of the players didn't realize she's out there on her own with four fouls. She cannot foul. Yeah. And a lot of time elapsed before finally somebody got out there to, well, to commit the foul. Well, I was yelling. And, I, I mean, I think our girls were aware of what like we needed to foul. Mm-hmm. And uh, – Coach Blue told me that one was five for six. We tried not to foul her, mm-hmm. but then everybody else stepped up, of course, and knocked down free throws. Mm-hmm. But the girls were like, Howard, we couldn't hear you. And I was like, well, <laughs> then you got to understand <laughs> the situation. But, uh, you know, I, that that one that you're talking about, that whistle late, mm-hmm. I started yelling 14. That was on 14. I, I gave that foul, <laughs> and the score table looked at me and started laughing. I said, hey, you, sometimes you got to try whatever you can. And he actually gave it to me. Troy gave it. I couldn't believe it because yeah. that was that was all out on Clara. Yeah. And so for the, him to be nice enough to do that, uh, at least we had somebody out there on the floor that was in our favor. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it was fun, Mike. Uh, I think we had a great crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a great travel a group that came up and and uh, I, I felt like our girls spot mm-hmm. clear down to the end our girls continue to play no matter what happened and, and you can't ask for anything else if, if someone's going to give up uh, that's not a good showing and our girls didn't do that so I'm super proud of them for that yeah even for the four o'clock game on Monday with the boys not playing until 8 30 obviously a split crowd I saw a good turnout up there on Monday afternoon yeah and I mean we, we've been talking about that uh, you know I, I felt like our girls have earned um, some I guess traveling to come along with us because of our success and the work that they've uh, put in and everything that they've earned uh, they definitely have earned the fans to be with us and so I thought again yeah I think you're right the four o'clock group uh, it was great too um, sometimes in that gym it I don't I don't know what it is about it I, to me it feels like almost like a dungeon mm-hmm. at times but uh, that four o'clock you know, it, it took us and the fans a little bit to kind of get woken up and into basketball mm-hmm. mode. But um, I, I really wish Misha would get rid of the 15 minutes. You can't get on the floor till the 15 minutes, mm-hmm. um, you know, because sometimes we, we show up an hour early to places to try to get shots, get the field, the floor, the rim and stuff like that. And and I, I think that's still a factor for some of our shooters is they didn't get a chance to really get in rhythm because it's 15 minutes, here it is, and, and you know, with 11 girls on the floor, they don't take a lot of the shots, but you can't take away from that because, uh, you know, we're trying to get them warmed up and moving. So if they just start shooting, you know, they're still not getting uh, into game speed and, and playing uh, the uh, warm-up pregame stuff that we do. Yep. Well, it, uh, I'm sure they do it, obviously, for competitive reasons, to mm-hmm. keep, everything, keep it fair for everybody. So, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, at least they don't do like the Clinton tournament does to me sometimes and put 10 minutes on the clock <laughs> between games. That does <laughs> happen. Minute pre-game show, that makes it kind of tough. <laughs> the gym hasn't even cleared out yet, and the next game's starting. Yeah, I so, exactly. I mean, you know, that first night, we, we, were pretty, we were pretty fond of it because we got a running clock, and we yeah, were out of there quick. Exactly. So, 
So yeah, and I thanked you on post game for keeping <laughs> us on time. It lasted until the next game, but uh, so we didn't get out of there until ten thirty Monday night. But uh, yeah, after the boys' game, but you did your part, so we appreciate that. But finish up the the regular season at seventeen and nine. Uh, obviously, it's always you know it's never easy to have a season come to an end, and uh, uh, it did uh, last night. So uh, not that I have to hear every discussion was out there, but uh, that was done. But what was the mood in the locker room afterwards? Uh, emotional, um, a, a lot of tears, Mike. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to get you going. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> like I said, it's not going to be any easier um, from here on. Uh, when you start losing seniors that truly care about the program, it's going to be difficult. So uh, it's tough. <laughs> uh, even the next day, I mean, it's going to set in. But our girls have earned that. Um, the respect and love that our girls, our teammates have for each other. Um, it's tough, but the message was, you know, keep your head up. We, uh, we line the girls up and everybody goes through. We give all the seniors a hug. We tell them we love them. Thank you for everything. Um, because even, even though some of them might not get the credibility, um, that they deserve, uh, players like Ashley Mather, Mm -hmm. who, uh, there was times throughout the year, Mike, that she stepped up and she bailed us out. She helped us out, uh, did a lot of great things behind closed doors. Um, she she pushed our girls. And so whenever whenever you have players like that who become a role player and not everybody respects and steps up to the challenge, and she did a great job with that. And so... Uh, you can't let things like that go unnoticed. And every chance I've had, I've had the opportunity to talk about her. Um, I do so. And so, you know what yeah, you... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, and I was... Uh, she gained a lot of respect, uh, for me anyway, when she decided, you know, a lot not, not a lot of seniors will do this. Uh, and she said, well, I'll, I'll go down and help the JV. So she, she played JV uh, as a senior. Not everybody will do that. And she got her on the floor, kept her... Kept her ready to go when you needed her at the varsity level. Yeah, and you know that's another thing, Mike, that that shouldn't go unnoticed is uh, her um, unselfishness. You you look at a player like that who, um, you know, she she didn't want to take away early on. She didn't want to take away from the JV group. Um, we had some injuries and some illnesses, and and we needed her to um, step in. And without a doubt, she didn't even. We actually didn't even ask her, Mike. Uh, we we gave her an option early. And she said she would like to stick it out at the varsity level and then came back and said, you know what, um, they could use some help. I, I, I want to do that. And, you know, I didn't think twice of it. Uh, in my book, she didn't take away from our, our JV girls or the underclassmen. Um, she made them better. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a senior, I know not a lot of people are, are a fan of seniors playing down, but I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Everything that Ashley Mather has done for our program, that's the least that I could do is to put her in that that situation. And so uh, very thankful for her. But uh, back to the locker room, it, you know, it, it's a tough day when those seniors end because um, a lot of them, they'll go on to something else, hopefully another sport, but some of them, uh, they're not going to do anything. And so now you say, you know, what are you going to do with your afternoon? You asked me that. Well, the girls are in the same same boat. They're trying to figure out well, what do I do now because – Enjoy the rest of their senior year. The, the, yeah, <laughs> uh, whatever that looks like, you know. Um, 
And so it, it, it's just, it's tough to see it all literally come to a halt. Uh, and uh, we hate that for them, but uh, our girls, our seniors especially, um, they they help put Nevada back on the map and back on top in the Big Eight. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately we didn't reach our second goal of district title uh district champs but uh we didn't we didn't come short of having uh a, a successful season improving from the previous years so uh very thankful for them we already talked about actually better so while we're talking about seniors let's go ahead and break them down bailey oss five six senior uh just a real blue collar worker down there at five foot six been undersized her entire basketball career well, what do you what do you remember about ba- or what will you remember about Bailey? Just like just what you said there, Mike. Um, and that was she sent me a text last night uh, thanking me for everything. And uh, so my response back to that was thank you because every night she was undersized every single night. There wasn't one game in the last two years, Mike, that she had a height advantage. Um, and even though she was five six, I think I might even list her at five seven. Uh, just fudging a little bit like we always do on height my book says five six okay all right so i i maybe she's not even five six i, I she might be shorter than that but uh she she did not play five six um that young lady showed up every single night um and there was there was some nights where the height was an issue and she got a little frustrated we saw that at marshfield but uh, she continues to – she just pours herself into whatever she's doing. We see the success that she had at the softball uh, – in the softball program. And then when she comes to basketball, that, that girl has no issue uh, for diving on a loose ball. If It's saving it out of bounds. She actually almost saved one last uh, – no, it was Monday night. Um, she almost saved one underneath Knob's basket mm-hmm. – it was an, I think it was an air ball, and it hit and bounced, and she thought about it, and she didn't do it. <laughs> and I was so proud of her for being able to pull the reins back on herself because nine out of ten times, Mike, that girl's jumping out of bounds, saving it, and flying into the wall. <laughs> uh, but that just goes to show how much she loves um, competing. Uh, she loves her teammates. She loves sports. And so – uh, that's going to be one, uh, another one that we're going to miss, Mike, just for the fact of of her hustle, um, what she brings every every day to practice, every day to games. Um, you know, there's not a lot of players that that even in practice, Mike, will sacrifice their bodies, and she continued to do that. Um, you know, if you look at her shins and elbows, she's got bruises on them because if there's a loose ball, she's she's going to dive on it, and you know that you're you know what you're going to get with Bailey Ost every single night, and so. Uh, when you bring that consistent uh, hustle mentality, uh, it's going to stand out, and a lot of people notice it. And she's, she's not done with athletics. She's moving on to play softball at Crowder College uh, down on the Osho next year. So wish her the best of luck going forward. And then uh, finally, your final senior is uh, the five six senior guard and uh, Grace Barnes. And as we mentioned earlier, she really stepped her offense over the last two or three weeks and uh, kind of a quiet player at times. Uh, from out from the outside looking in, looks appears to have a quiet personality. And but uh, uh, and when you're surrounded by Clara Swearingen and Maddie Majors, I guess that can be the case. But uh, she really stepped her game over the last month. Not only the last month, but the last two years, Mike. Uh, even the last year, uh, we can even go you know, even there. Um, I, I feel like 
what Grace brings to the table, you are correct. Looking outside in, she looks like a very silent person, player, whatever. you. But, I mean, you do have a lot of noise around her. But in practice, in games, Mike, she's the one that makes us go. Uh, you look at the way that she plays defense. Um, one of the things that, that stands out to me was her senior form is said position. She didn't put guard. She wrote defense, uh, defensive specialist. Uh, and, and so once again, you got a player that knows her role. Uh, and and to, to watch Grace um, step into that third leading score, which we really, really needed, uh, she did a great job of it. Uh, to see her confidence, because the night that we played P. Hill and we lost by one and they played a triangle and two, and she airballed a couple threes. She had a chance to really shy away and, and take a step back. And Grace Barnes did not. Grace Barnes um, continued to improve. She spent the time before, during, and after practice improving her shot, getting as much as many shots up as you can. And Mike, every time that she let one go, I believed by the end of the season it was going in. That's that's how much. Uh, I believed in her. How much confidence I had in her, and, but then also, I mean, she was taking she was taking quite a quite a few more shots than she had been in the first part of the season. So that was a confidence uh, that she built for herself, and so um, that is that is one without a doubt, Mike. That um, I have I have no idea who we could even step into that role at this point. Um, you know, Katie Johnson. Uh, she is she's a a little bigger uh, mold of Bailey Ost uh, w- when it comes to hustle that is, but Katie's going to bring something else to the table. So uh, I I feel like we could we could definitely slide her to where Bailey was, uh, but I I don't see right now um, where we replace Grace Barnes. Uh, there's nobody at this point that is shooting like Grace is, and there's nobody that is playing defense like she is. We got a couple girls that have potential as a shooter, not very good defense, and then one with really good defense but not confident enough to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And so we can't play with six, and <laughs> so we're going to have a little work for us to, to do this summer and uh, trying to hopefully get one of those girls to pick up where they're, they're uh, you know, I guess weak in in those areas and definitely try to step into those roles for us. But uh, once again, Mike, I, I can't thank those seniors enough. There's not enough words, uh, how much they mean to me, how much they mean to our program uh, that, that we can say about those three or each individually. Uh, so the least that I can say is just thank you and, and how much that uh, we love them and, and appreciate everything they've done for us. Well, we look forward to the future now. We've talked about the senior, so that means we turn to the future now. And uh, uh, on the uh, on the end of the bench, you did have some young players uh, who were who were looking to elevate their games as youngsters. Learned that uh, uh, by watching the varsity as well as playing in uh, JV and C team games there during the season. So, uh, how did you feel about your your younger programs uh, this year, and as uh, they look to move forward? Uh, starting with our C team, um, they improved. Uh, to see what we had to start with to what they became. Um, That's another one of those behind closed doors. A lot of people didn't see how bad. I mean, there's no way else to say that, how bad they were, Mike. And, um, you know, they did a great job improving. 
you know, Coach Buck did a good job with uh, taking those girls and just working on the fundamentals of basketball to the point where, um, Mike, we had a, a player that struggled with not walking and being able to dribble. And by the end of the season, she could do she could do both. She could actually pivot and dribble a basketball. And so that that's a big that's a big growth uh, in that. Um, overall, you know, I felt like our C team did improve. Our JV, they had a lot of success this year, um, which they should because whenever you practice against the varsity and you see what the varsity uh, did this season, uh, the success that we had, uh, your JV is usually going to mirror that and have as much success as, as your varsity is. And so uh, some players at the JV level, the younger players that stand out that really improve that I feel like moving forward – uh, if they continue to grow and be coachable, definitely have an opportunity next year uh, of seeing some varsity minutes is uh, players like uh, Hallie Richmond. Um, by the end of the season, uh, she uh, she has improved. Uh, had a, a talk with all of them, uh, and a lot of those girls, they're, they either going to do traveling basketball, uh, you know, like Peyton and Kaylee are doing softball stuff. Uh, so if they're not doing track, um, I, I challenge them to – to get out and and just run one mile at a time, two to three times a week, and and work on endurance. But then also, don't don't just go and run. Try to push yourself. Whatever time you run that first mile in, that first day, two days later, come back and, and try to push yourself. Beat that time, even if it's just a couple seconds. That's going to help us get quicker. But then you're doing two things at once. You're working on a little bit of endurance, and you're getting faster. And that's something that Hal's got to work on. Uh, and we had that talk. JC, the same thing. Um, you know, those that that JV group overall. Um, we gotta, we gotta. You know, Kaylee Holcomb is she's a go getter. That that's one that I was talking about with the defense that needs the confidence in shooting. So her defense is there. Everybody else, uh, we got to get their defense figured out uh, because. The way that we play and the way that we want to play, we want our defense turns into our offense, and so uh, we want to we want to get stops on the defensive end, transition, and get either layups or really high quality shots. And so you know if you're not able to keep people in front of you and guard, that's going to be a struggle. But uh, you know Hal's got great capability. Uh, you know she's a great set shooter. Uh, inside, we're, gonna, we're probably going to have to move her inside because of her height. So she's going to have to get a little bit more uh, aggressive and physical, very capable of it. Uh, there's a lot of potential in Hallie Richmond. Uh, JC, uh, she's going to be one of those that is going to be uh, played as a forward because she does have a little height. Um, she's one that can be aggressive. Uh, she's just She can't be over-aggressive and get in foul trouble. Um, and then you got you know Peyton Eaton. Uh, very athletic. Uh, you know, she had a lot of success in softball as a pitcher. Um, you see what she brings to the table. She's a great shooter. Uh, she has a lot of quickness about her. Um, she just, she's got to stay on the ground and be able to move her feet and keep people in front and, and not think she's got to go for every steal and then give up layups or get beat back door. Uh, and then Holcomb, Holcomb's defense is right where it needs to be. Uh, we've seen that she's actually got some playing time. Uh, even in the the district games uh, here the last couple uh, couple nights, so uh, she's right where she needs to be defensively. However, we have we have got to get Kaylee Holcomb to the point where she catches it, she's open, let it let it go. Uh, and, and the same thing with Bailey. Uh, Bailey, 
Bailey, when she's left open, Bailey should have made teams punish uh, punish them for for keeping her open because she was capable of, of knocking down those shots. She's there's a couple of times uh, I felt like last night she should have let it go sooner besides just that one. Um, and so that's something that we got to work on with Holcomb, but then also Katie Johnson. Katie Johnson, if she's going to step into K- uh, Bailey's role, she can't just be on the floor for her defense and hustle. She's also got to be a scorer so that way we can get that third, fourth, maybe even a fifth score on our team. All right, bring it. So uh, that leaves us with just one thing to talk about. And uh, to wrap this one up, and uh, the season ends up at 17-9. and nine. Uh, You finish off as Big 8 West champions, Big 8 overall champions. So uh, although there's the disappointment of last night and uh, this week, uh, always have that. And there's going to be a couple banners hung up uh, in Wynn Gymnasium. So nothing, certainly nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, no, nothing at all. I mean, of course, it's not. that's not the way we want our season to end. Uh, unfortunately, that is because, like you said, the only, only four teams – in this in the state and class four is going to be playing and mm-hmm. so uh when that happens uh you know it, it it doesn't feel good no but it doesn't take away from what our girls accomplished this season you know we set goals for ourselves, and you know we did we did accomplish those goals and so uh our girls big eight west champions big eight overall champions got us back on top and now uh, we got to stay on top we don't want to take any steps back uh, you know our seniors have earned that and, and put the legacy and the tradition back uh, into Nevada's Lady Tiger basketball program and so we got to carry that on uh, from here on out so super proud of them and you bet we get to hang that and that's going to be another memory Mike is when we hang those banners and from now on when people enter the gym when our seniors this year enter the gym they know I was a part of that and that's what it's about is making those memories uh, that's going to last a lifetime. Right, look forward to that. And we look forward to before long. The off-season program will be here during the summer. And you'll be off traveling around to camp somewhere. And uh, I'm sure you'll be looking forward to that. And uh, appreciate the time. Thanks for coming in uh, each week. And thanks for all the time during the season. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, look forward to doing it again. We can roll around next winter. Absolutely, Mike. I mean, you know, we, we can't say enough about you and everything that you've done for our program and, and the coverage you do for us. So, uh, you just know if there's anything that you ever need from the Lady Tigers, we're there for you. Uh, but we appreciate it, and we, uh, we we appreciate your support that you've given us all season. Thank you. Very much appreciated. We'll come back, and we'll talk with Nevada Tiger basketball coach Sean Gray as we wrap up their season as well. Their season also came to an end last night. We'll talk about that with Coach Gray after this timeout on Tiger Talk.